1: Now for our story. It was early evening. Aunt Mary's niece, Peggy Douglas, had spent the afternoon with a friend from her high school days, now a happily married young woman and the proud mother of a new baby girl. The two young people had talked over old times, laughing indulgently at their adolescent joys and sorrows, which now, a few years later, seemed so long ago. As he drove home, Peggy was still in a cheerful, reminiscent mood. But as he turned into the little drive which led to the lane farm from the main road, a car pulled away from the house. As it passed her, Peggy recognized the car with sudden alarm. It was Dr. Lewis's. Something must be wrong. Hurriedly, she pulled up at the side of the house, burst into the living room, her face white. Lefty was sitting by the fire, alone.
2: Lefty, what's happened? I saw Dr. Lewis. Is it Aunt
3: Mary? No, no. Aunt Mary's all right.
2: Well, then where's Randy? Well,
3: Randy's upstairs. Mm-hmm. Safe and sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, don't get upset. There's been a little accident. An but...
2: accident? Oh, Lefty, when I saw Dr. Lewis leaving, I It's knew... all
3: right now. Some young woman was on that old bridge. You know the one of the rapids? Oh. She was leaning against the railing and broke, and she fell into the water.
2: Oh, Lefty, that's dreadful. Who?
3: I don't know. Luckily, Randy and I happened to be on the spot. Randy pulled her out.
2: Is she all right?
3: Yeah, he got to her just in time. Thank heaven. We brought her back here. She's upstairs in your aunt's room.
2: Well, how is she?
3: Dr. Lewis seems pretty sure she'd be okay. At least physically.
2: How did you get her all the way home from the fall?
3: Randy stayed with her, and I rushed back here and got the truck.
2: Oh. It's so cold tonight. That river must be icy. (laughs)
3: According to Randy, it is. But we made a fire, and that kept him from freezing until we got back.
2: Is Aunt Mary with her now?
3: Yeah. And Dr. Lewis thought uh, she oughtn't be left alone.
2: Oh, no. She shouldn't, I'm sure. I wonder what she was doing down there all alone.
3: So do I. I. Haven't had time to check with Randy yet. She may have told him something. Hello, while I
2: was... Randy.
3: I suppose you've heard.
2: Yes, Lefty was just telling me.
3: Oh,
4: gosh, these dry clothes sure feel good. <laughs> I'll bet they do.
2: Randy, shouldn't you be in bed? Why?
4: Just because I had a little swim?
2: Oh, Randy, be sensible. No, oh, no,
4: I feel fine now. Except that I'm powerful hungry.
2: Well, I only hope you don't catch cold.
4: Oh, don't you worry about me, Peggy. That ducking was a pleasure compared with some of the things I've done these last few years. I'll bet. They don't exactly coddle you fellas in the
3: Marines, do they? Oh, brother. Hey, Mom's in with the girl? Yeah. Uh, Randy, uh, did she say anything? I figured she might have given some hint as to who she is or where she comes from while you two were waiting for the truck. No. Of course, I didn't want to pester
4: her with a lot of questions. I did ask her her name, but she wouldn't even tell me that.
2: Strange, out there all alone. Uh,
3: I've been trying to remember if I've seen her around here before, but I don't place her at all.
2: Well, then she's probably from out of town. Yeah, must be. I wonder what you're doing in Wakefield.
3: Well, Aunt Mary may find out. If the girl wants to tell
4: anyone, she'll tell Aunt Mary. Yeah, leave it to Mom. Well, I've seen absolute strangers start talking to her, shopping or places like that, on buses. Before you know it, they're telling her their (laughs) troubles.
2: Yes, I've seen them, too, lots of times. I always wonder how they know she's that kind of person.
4: They just do, that's all. Yeah. Well, the only impression I got was that this girl was awfully unhappy about something.
2: Oh, what a shame. Lefty says she's young, too.
4: She is. Quite beautiful.
2: I only hope Aunt Mary can win her confidence, so we can find out what's the matter and try to help her.
4: Yeah. But I'm afraid Mom may not get very far with her. Why not? She told me she was sorry I'd saved her life. Randy! So you see, she doesn't want to be helped.
1: Randy Lane's statement was tragic, but true. For as she lay in the bedroom of this strange house, Lisa Fenner felt only a numb despair. Aunt Mary had entered the room silently and sat down at the bedside and put her hand gently over the girl's small white one, which was clenched tight as she fought to repress her sobs. Gradually, the convulsive shudders had lessened, and now she lay quiet. There, there. Yes, that's better.
5: Oh, I'm so ashamed. All this trouble for you.
6: Don't you worry about that. We're just glad you're here with us. You're safe.
0: I only wish I were glad to be safe. I'm not sure. When I felt that water closing over my head
6: after the wet railing broke,
0: I was almost ready to give up.
6: Perhaps it wasn't intended that you should give up. Perhaps that's why Randy was there. But there's nothing ahead for me. (laughs) Nothing at all. No, no, now, you mustn't (laughs) think that. It's just that your vision is a little clouded at present. You can't see what's ahead. But there is something, something good. There has to be. Oh, no, not
0: for me. It would have been better if he hadn't been there. No, no,
6: no, you
4: mustn't say.
0: That. Oh, I know it's a dreadful thing to say, but it's true. No, 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 no. Dear. That young man who saved my life, who is he?
6: He's my son, Randy.
0: He was very kind.
6: It's not that I'm ungrateful, but.
0: But now I don't know what to do, where to go.
6: Well, the first thing you have to do is get well. By the way, I haven't even introduced myself. I'm Mary Lane. Almost everyone calls me Aunt Mary. Aunt Mary? Yes. I guess they all picked it up from Peggy. Oh, she's my niece. Just about your age. I think you two will like each other.
5: How can you think that? Well, I'm just a stranger. Yeah, I can
6: tell I know a lot about you, even though I don't know who you are.
5: I'm sorry. I, I wish I could tell you why. No,
6: no, no, my dear. I'm not asking you to tell me. It doesn't matter. You see, I know all I need to know right now. I know that you're young, sensitive, very unhappy about something. And that somehow you've just lost your courage for the time being. That's enough for me to know.
5: Now I know what he meant. Your son. Wendy? Yes. We were sitting by the fire after. He, afterwards. He told me he was bringing me home. When I told him I couldn't go to his house, that I was a stranger, he said, you won't be a stranger to my mother.
6: Randy knows how I feel about people because he's very much the same way himself.
5: He was very kind. I must thank him.
6: Well, the best thanks you could give Randy would be for us to let us help you get well.
5: Is he all right now? It would be dreadful if it, it was so cold.
6: Oh, now, don't you worry about Randy. He's upstairs now getting into some dry clothes. He'll be all right.
5: He's awfully nice.
6: Yes. I'm very proud of Randy. He's been overseas with the Marines. He's just been home a few days.
5: Now you... You have your son again. Your own son. Yes.
6: After three years.
5: You must have missed him terribly.
6: No one could know how much. No one who never had a son. I know. There were many times during the years Randy was away when I felt I couldn't go on. I had to fight against the fear. Sometimes it seemed so hopeless. But I knew it wouldn't help Randy for me to give up. But, but you weren't alone. No, I I wasn't alone. I had Peggy and Lester. It's so different when you have no one. There's
0: no reason for going on.
6: That's why it didn't... Sometimes, dear, we can't see the reason. But it's always there. Everyone is needed in his own way. Perhaps you don't believe it now, but you will. I'm sure of that.
0: I was needed. But I forfeited my rights.
6: You just think that now, dear, because you're depressed.
0: No, it's true. I was weak, greedy. Now
6: it's too late. Oh, it's never too late. Don't you see, my dear? The fact that you acknowledge your mistake. Oh, is but the... I I can't go back.
0: Make no things right again. I was responsible for a life and And I failed. So what does my life matter? Since I failed that other one.
1: Aunt Mary saw the girl's eyes fill with tears. She wondered anxiously what the young woman meant. Responsible for a life, she'd said. And she'd failed. Well, Aunt Mary thought she must be patient. Let the young woman tell her story when she was ready. And if Lisa Fenner does tell her story, does confide in her... Aunt Mary may have the solution to Bill Mead's tangled life, may put an end to Kit Mead's scheming.